the particle sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the show. How you feeling today, man? I'm feeling good. Yesterday was the uh, Harry Jerome Awards. Mm-hmm. So I got myself suited and booted. Wifey looked beautiful as usual. Absolute, and uh, we went out and celebrated black excellence, man. This was the, the 36th awards show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they celebrated and saluted 12 different game changers in different areas of, uh, of you know, entertainment, business, <clears throat> uh, professional fields, and so forth like that. So... Yeah, it's a it's a good cause because the uh, money that's raised from the actual award show dinner goes to uh, help support programs uh, within the black community. So, nice. yeah, man, it, and it was it was good to see you know black people out there dressed to the T and uh, and just and just showing out. It was good. It was good. Showing a Sunday best on a Saturday. On a Saturday, <laughs> Sunday best on a Saturday. That's what's up. That's I ain't, what's I ain't up. Mad at that. Yeah. How you been, man? I'm good, man. I'm vibing, man. I'm <clears throat> I'm here. Um, getting a little older and wiser and everything and stuff, whatever. Um, enjoying the best of this sprinter, spring winter. I'm not a fan of how the weather just flip-flops up and down and stuff, whatever. But hey, God is good all the time. So I take it as I take it. See, I, I, I've been working on this this theory. And i actually been working on this theory for the past, I want to say maybe five or six years. Mm. When... Everybody was saying, you know, we're getting this 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 uh this Indian summer, you know, back back then when we, you know, we were still having a nice hot weather in September time. Right. Which was unusual for us. But um right after we got the hot weather in September time, mm-hmm. we started getting the the cold extended weather happening in April and March. Right. And everybody was saying, well, global warning, this, that, and the third. But um, you know, you know, I'm a I'm a conspiracy theorist slash there scientific you go. There you go. slash run it, run it, run slash it. you know knowledge of the world type buff, and <laughs> uh, there's a thing called a uh, procession. Mm-hmm. So for those who are out there and don't know exactly what I'm talking about, you don't gotta look far. I'm right here. Yeah, all right, all right. So. Marv on the other side, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Right. We all know that the earth spins. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't spin perfectly. It spins like almost like a wobbling top. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine a wobbling top where, you know, the axis keeps going back and forth. This is kind of the same thing what the earth is doing. Only it's not happening so rapidly. So... I'm told maybe every 3,600 years or something like that, the axis of the earth shifts. Mm -hmm. So if you can think of the axis of the earth shifting, I'm going to get in my scientific bag now. If you can think of the axis of the earth shifting, the poles are shifting, the equator is shifting also. So now, here's the thing. It's not so much that we're having Indian summer or longer weekends to what I'm thinking more than the months of the seasons are changing. 
Gotcha. So then you, you see what I'm saying? So what you're saying is stuff, whatever, in a nutshell, that <clears throat> April might not be that April showers bring May flowers. It might turn into May showers bring exactly. June, June flowers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is why we feel like summer's actually, you know, lasting a little bit longer. No, actually, if you if you really think about it. It's shifting. Summer actually starts later. Yeah. It's it's been starting later for a while. Yeah. Ending later for a while. Yeah. Winter. We used to see snow in October, October, November. November. Now right. we're not seeing snow to like December, December, January. Right. But it's continuing on to April, April. May. Right. So that's my okay. little theory behind it, man. Okay. I, I think that I think when, you know, with the months of the seasons are being changed right before our very eyes. And yes, that is it, folks. One to grow on. My thing and stuff is this. My damn birthday is in April. Yeah. I like to rock a speedo, maybe you know, for my goddamn birthday. Nah, brother, I think the speedo days is over for you. Yeah, you might have to rock a, a, a full length uh, snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your winter boots on, unless you unless you, you want to be real creative and rock the winter boots with the speedos. Yeah, that, yeah that's, come on, come on. That, that, that's that, that, that's the stage work right that's there. That's totally man. up to you. That's what that's what Shorty Angel taught me, man. It's you the know, stage work. You know right what I mean? That's, to Shorty Angel, man. That's some real polar bear, polar bear living right there. You know, you 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 come out with the you know halfway. You got the boots, the scarf. Nah, come out with an Eskimo outfit. The Eskimo outfit. Come out there and stuff, whatever. And, you know, come out to like some some Afro beats. You know, before it break down, yeah, yeah. just throw off the Eskimo fur. Okay, and then okay, right there, okay. stuff with the Eskimo fur, be like Zoolander, Zoolander, <laughs> Zoolander, Zoolander, Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> Still rocking the boots, Still with, rocking a, the boots. with a scarf around your neck. Gotta keep the boots on, man. The scarf around your neck. Yeah, Maybe even cool. a toque. Maybe even a toque to complete that look. I don't know. A scarf might make me sweat up and stuff. But then again, it'll add to the body glistening and shining. The, they, so, so, well, this yeah. is what we're talking about, might man. Might work. Might work. That might happen, man. That might be a that might be the new birthday suit. Hey. Mm. Mm. You're on to something. Might be the new birthday suit. Hey. Huh? We on to some shit now. There you go. I heard it first. Okay. Um, let's get with the sh- the topics at hand. Um, our thoughts and prayers are to the people in Sri Lanka with this tragedy that took place and stuff whatever last Sunday. <clears throat> on the Easter Sunday, there were three churches and three hotels on Easter Sunday that got bombed by suicide bombers. And it led to over 500 people injured. And the death toll right now is at 253 dead. It was a little bit higher, but they knocked it back down. Brought it down. Yeah, so it's at 253. And the country's on high alert this weekend, actually, because... Yes, yes. Because of uh, everything that took place. And with the Orthodox Easter going on... Right, right, right. This weekend, they kind of shut down a lot of masses and a lot of things to go on and stuff for this weekend. Well, particular. one of the things that they said is is that they, they actually got warnings of more attacks to come. So I think Fact. that was uh, part and parcel of, of them saying, hey, uh, you know what? Maybe you might want to cancel these services for this weekend coming up, uh, whether it be uh, Muslim or Orthodox Christian, whatever. If, general, if it was yeah, exactly. a religious tone, they were basically, basically saying... Same. You know, maybe you might want to shut it down for this weekend and so forth. But yeah, it's a, a a real tragic thing, you know, to even think about 2019, where we're supposed to be having so much compassion that something that is politically inspired yeah. is 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 overshadowing something that is spiritual. Yeah, it's it's 
it's really hard to fathom, man. And you, I thought the most like this is just me. Yeah, my thing, my opinion stuff. I believe that all religions they kind of hone in onto love. Right. Right. Yeah. Love. So whatever religious aspect or I want to say sect you're from, whatever in the world. Yeah. On this world, on the axis or to the flat earthers like Kyrie Irving and them. Yeah. On this dinner plate. Right. Of a planet. It's B-O- still B-O-B-O-B love. B.O.B. subscribes to the flat earth. Sir, uh, Are you a B.O.B. too? Yeah, B.O.B. too. Crazy. But I feel like most of the people and stuff, whatever, it's, it's about love. That's what the main key thing and stuff should be and stuff for there. So when people take lives for granted or just take away, they feel like they have the power to take away a life. Yeah. I just feel emotional stuff. You know, I'm emotional orange, but I feel a way, I feel a type of way and stuff with the fact that these people and stuff for there are probably just going about their everyday lives doing the everyday damn thing. Right. That right. What they normally would do. And then it happens. Right. But, but I mean, but this is why, this is why I say, um, when I look at it, I look at it as a, a political thing overshadowing a, 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 a spiritual, spiritual thing. thing. Because, right. you know, you know, these bombers, these suicide bombers, mm-hmm. it's it's more of a, a political manifesto that's really sprouting this ideology. Ideology, and not really. A, it's not really. It's. I think it's actually. It's gone past a spiritual thing because if we look at it. We're seeing all types of faith and all types of denominations coming together and condemning those acts. Not only coming together and condemning those acts, but praying for those victims and praying for the people who've been subjected to those attacks. And they're not looking at what faith it is. They're just looking at it as, no, these are human beings who are exactly what you're saying. This, you know. Experiencing and fulfilling the love that is supposed to be brought through Facts. religion, right? So, right, like, like even like um in San Di- in San Diego, the other day with the shooting, with the with the young guy, I think it was nineteen, and he he killed, he shot a few people and stuff up in the synagogue, and he killed, I believe, so far as one, one is dead so far, whatever. But they said that might subject to change, but he shot up a few people, right? So I mean, it's, it's these people were just in a situation stuff where, like I said, religion should be about love. These things happen. I'm just not a fan of it, whatever. Like, if you're doing your everyday thing and somebody feels like they have the power to take away your life, I'm not a fan of it. Same thing with the, the with Nipsey. Yeah, yeah. The man was at his store because he actually bought the damn plaza. Yeah. Had a disagreement. This is an everyday thing. People disagree with each other. All the every time. Every day. All the all time. All the time. And then somebody feels like they have the power to take away his life. It's the same thing, like across the board. I'm just not a fan of it. Right? Speaking of that, I seen uh, an IG post earlier this morning where some girl was out there def- defacing one of the murals. Yeah, 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 of- yeah. Some brunette. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking with that. Now you know these people's about to get that chick. Now, now here's the thing, because you know people were actually filming her do it. Mm-hmm. You see me? I wouldn't have had no cameras rolling. Yeah. Because they would have caught the ass beat and I was about to get that girl. Facts. Straight up. You understand? They would have probably they would have probably seen the aftermath. I would have took my cameras after the ass beat. Oh, girl, what happened to you? Oh, that's a damn shame. But Man. Remember, remember we were talking about with the, um, with the, um, Excess Tenacion? 
Right, right. The man's body and stuff is lifeless and stuff. You know, if he's dead or alive, but they just want to record. They just want to record. They just want to put it out there and stuff to the world. Like, I recorded it, whatever. But you didn't do anything to help. To help, right. right. That's, that's, that's what it is. They just want to be the first to say they threw it up there. And if somebody else will repost it and stuff. You didn't see this? I reposted on my thing and stuff. It's not to stop. It's not to prevent. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing if you see somebody and stuff get beat on camera, like you know, you see a dude beating his girlfriend senseless or something like that, and everything. Don't record. Just go separate the two. You don't know the circumstance, but just separate the two. It always reminds me back to I remember the conversation that we were, we were having with um with the uh, the homeless person on the street that you invited into the shop to to. Oh, get something to eat, yeah, to yeah, get, yeah. Get something to eat, and everybody started taking out your their phones, phones to, to record, fi- to, yeah, to record like, it. Like, what the fuck was that? I was like, nah, man. This man said he was hungry. He seemed like he's legit hungry. I'm like, you guys don't have time to pull out the phones, whatever. I'm like, everybody chip in here. Probably just give like a dollar a piece. Yeah. The man would have a meal and then some. But the funny thing is, is everybody probably, well, I wouldn't say everybody, but I'm saying maybe the majority of the people mm-hmm. who took their phones out of their pocket probably mm-hmm. had change in that same damn pocket. Yeah. Offset, man. They, they're doing it for the clout. They do anything for clout. They do anything for clout. They, they, they is, just want to say they, they they were there. This is it, man. This is they the, were there. This is the time. Oh my we god! Live there was in, some man. black guy that walked in and stuff. Whatever. He bought his homeless guy some food, pizza, and some other things and stuff like that. Whatever. Why didn't you do it? This is the that, time I was we there. Live in. This is the time we live in, man. They do it for the clout. Damn man. shame. Yo, um, woman in the east end of Toronto. Her name is Deja Martin. She stabbed her lover multiple times. And he got stabbed in a groin. Right. And the way how the news and stuff and most media portrayed it that she Lorena bobbed his ass. Yeah, because I think I think after after we recorded last week, mm-hmm. I, I I jumped at you and I said, "Yo, maybe before we ending, you know, when we're ending the show, we should just jump on real quick and check out any breaking news because." I think I got the report of that right, right after, after that we right, finished. Right, right, right. Right after we finished. But even recording. like the Nipsey thing. The Nipsey yeah. thing happened after we recorded. Right after yeah, we yeah. recorded. And I was like, man, somebody, you know, got his, his Sasha's cut off. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good look. I don't think no no man should get his he, cut I off. cringed before I tried to read the rest of the story and, <laughs> and, 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 and look it up. But, uh, but yeah. And I, I don't know if the, the, well, I guess... Is dude speaking about how how, how everything transpired? He didn't, he didn't speak about the he didn't speak about everything and stuff whatever yet. I guess right now it's just the kind of the media aspect and stuff whatever. Now did she so, she she leaped to her death? No, so I so that's the thing. So now after she stabbed him and stuff and realized I guess like the blood and everything what, what she did right. She jumped from a seven story apartment balcony. Yeah. I guess she was probably trying to commit suicide and stuff like, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she yeah, just stabbed yeah, yeah. him up and everything. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. I got nothing else to live for. And jump. But she survived. No. And, you know, it was like, do, do you think that that was God's way of saying you're going to learn today what you did and you're not going to die? It's something because, you know, for the, from the seventh floor, you're pretty, pretty much trying to say, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, this is it. This is it. It ain't like the jumper from the second, the second story. Floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second yeah, story yeah. stuff, you know, you're like, ah, oh, my ankle. Yeah. And he's you, my you hop know, along and wobble off. Exactly. And everything. But I'm like, seventh story? Yeah, she's looking to cash out, man. So I was like, yeah, I wonder if it's God's way of saying it and stuff, whatever. But my question to you and stuff is, how many women do you know that always threaten to cut a man's dick off? Oh, I think almost every woman when she mad threatened to cut a dick off. Why? 
Do you ever threaten a woman to say, yo, if you don't act right, I'm going to cut a nipple off? Or sew, sew the coochie up? Okay, that's some different shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's some time. You know, be like, say still, say still. That's, that's you gotta be sick and sadistic Yo, to, to sew the coochie up. Yeah, that's some that's some horror movie shit. Like some some human centipede type shit. You gotta have time for that, whatever. Oh, uh, listen, if they can cut the penis off, I'm pretty sure somebody out there thinking about sewing the coochie up. Yeah, I, I was looking at that. I was like, yo, there's mad women that always say that they're going to cut but, a dude dick off. But, you know, you know, I don't think, you know, maybe I don't think 95% of them who's saying it is actually going to go through with it. It's just the thought of taking away somebody's manhood, mm-hmm. manhood, is, <laughs> is, Fun intended. Fun is, intended. is something that will just... Emasculate the man right there and then with just the thought. Look here, man. Just the thought. I see some video and stuff for them on um fuck was it? Was it on the gram? I don't know if it's seen on the gram or probably seen on like one of the media takeouts or some war star or something like that, whatever. It's like a she looked Latina. Yeah. Right? She looked Latina. She first of all, she looked thugging. I'm afraid, ladies, if you're out there. And you got like a tattoo coming across like the middle of your chest, like right above your cleavage. I, Sofa King Marvelous, A.K. Marvelous, A.K. Marv, am afraid of you. Listen, if you got that tack just above your, your cleavage, anywhere on your neck, put one on your face. Ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah, I'm I'm afraid ooh. of you. I, I'm afraid of you. I'm going to act right. I'm going I'm to act right. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I ain't trying to do nothing to piss you off. So I seen the video now and... She got a gun in her hand. Like the video started off, she got a gun in her hand, right? And she's like, that's right. Over there on the wall, I put a bullet hole and stuff, whatever there. I ain't scared. That's right, I'll do it, whatever, right? She has a phone in one hand, she has a gun in the other hand. And then she kind of turned her phone to the boyfriend. And the boyfriend's sitting on the bed kind of shook. Yeah. Because she already popped off a shot. And then she's talking and she popped off another shot again. So two shots she popped off. Wow. And she's saying, like, yo, she ain't she ain't scared. She will shoot him. Tell all those little bitches and hoes you have on your Instagram and online that you got a woman. I was shook. You need to chop and worry about cutting the dick off, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, already yeah, got yeah, you yeah. popped off two shots. Police can come anytime. That's a different shit. Anytime. Are you waving a gun in my face? And you on IG Live? And on IG Live? Man. What? I peed myself. I was like, yo, what happened to this brother? Is he alive? Is he okay? He needs a blanket. Hashtag men too. I didn't pop the truck. Yo. She told IG. I ain't she never scared. scared. She I ain't never scared. scared. Yo. Damn. Yo, I was shook. I was like... So which is worse, man? A girl threatening to put, you know, cut your dick off, or a girl threatening to say she gonna pop you on Instagram or or social media live? Period. Well, you know what? I think the doctors ha- have been trained and gone through enough experience to restitch a dick. No, 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 to, <laughs> no to to fix a bullet wound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know about that. The, I was about to the, say, I don't know about the, that. The, the getting all the intricate, intricate veins all back together in the dick. I don't think technology's nah, there. I'm gonna yet. take the I'm gonna take the gunshot. You sh- I'm gonna take the gunshot if it has to be the choice between well, yeah, the two. Fifty got shot in the face and he survived. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? This, as long as she ain't hit no vital organs, you you're good because Facts. she cut the dick out. You might you might bleed out. Yeah, I'm kind of shook for them and stuff. Whatever, for real, for real, man. You know, like I said, these women they they, they out here they are not playing. It's a hashtag men too movement. We get it too and stuff as well. But 
I guess most of the time it goes overshadowed, right? So listen, I I, I listen. Any of you ladies out there, if you you know, if you ever pissed off your nigga and he said, "Bitch, I'm a son of Kuchia. Hit us up. Let us know. Because cause, cause I, I, I don't think that happens. No. I, I don't think that happens. No, no. That, that boy, he has to be like some mad scientist in his mind. And he got more plans than doing that. With, he's on some human centipede type shit. Because mm-hmm. you got to sedate a person to actually think they're going to sit still for all. Yeah, you're on some Frankenstein shit. I'm not about that, man. Let's go to some lighter shit, man. Um, Jay-Z. He went to Webster Hall and did another Side B concert. His first Side B concert and stuff was held there. Right, right. Before. Yeah. And it was actually shut down and stuff, whatever. Well, it was, it was shut down for renovations in August 2017. Okay, yeah. So it reopened just for him in New York, and it was a sold-out show. So did they finish the, the renovations, or he just said, yeah, They okay. did. Okay, okay, okay. They finished the renos and stuff, whatever. Right. And... He's the first one to jump up and everything. You think he might have had a hand in the, in the rentals to kind of speed up the process and everything? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. I, I don't I'm thinking a man like Jay-Z yeah. would... Yeah, you would think a man... Would, do, would do something like that. Because he already did a show there before, so he kind of felt comfortable. He probably liked the vibe, everything. Right. The setting. Because I want to say it could be... For a man that can sell out a show like Madison Square Garden... Yes. And this is such a smaller venue... Yes. I feel like... He's more into the intimate vibe. Right. So right, he's right, okay right. with the venue and stuff being that smaller. Right. To do something like that and stuff, whatever, right? I was a fan of he had a freestyle, which he mentioned about Nipsey Hustle and about gentrification, about and what Nipsey Hustle was all about. Yes. Yeah, from his I, point of view. I've seen a lot of people posting that that freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 been making its 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 way around. And if you if you haven't seen or heard it yet um just just google jay-z nipsey hustle freestyle because he's saying a, a a lot of really intricate stuff that applied to what nipsey was doing and pretty much what we should be doing and the the effects of why we're not i mean the effects from why we're or why we're not doing it why the effects are mm-hmm. yeah man he it was a it was a great damn show I was extra ecstatic about him bringing out Nas. Yes. Cameron and Jim Jones. And yes. those three people especially because he has had previous rap beef. Right, with all right. Three with individuals. All three, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, right? And I want to say, well, we're all about growth and development. Yes. So for, for it to come to a point where you were at odds with these individuals... To now breaking bread, making money, making money, and shaking hands shaking with these hands. individuals and stuff, whatever. Yeah, I think it's a be- it was a beautiful moment, a beautiful night in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful night in hip hop because there was a time and stuff where the whole thing and stuff was a who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas, and you know Nas and Jay went at it hard with the super uglies to the ethers, and then Cameron went at it and stuff, whatever. Jay and he used to work for Jay, and then he couldn't anytime he talked bad about. Rockefeller Records, he got fined a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then Jim Jones with the whole um with the balling, with the We Fly High. Right. How Jay, I guess, made a remix and stuff, whatever. He made his own version, dissing Jim Jones, and Jim Jones went back and made another one. He said, This is one for the old timers. Yeah. He's like, if you wanted to be on the remix, just call me. Yeah. And uh all of that and stuff is squashed and done and everything. That means it proves that us as people, we can get better. 
yeah. and do great things. And the, and the thing is, we, you know, we, we always say with maturity, well, hopefully with maturity comes wisdom. And Facts. I mean, we, we look at these people. Yeah, that should that, be an associate of sons right should, there, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to think I'll type that up after and we'll, we'll repeat it at the end of the show. But yeah. it's it's funny because all of the all of these people that we're mentioning are now reaching a stage in their life where the things that were important to them when they were younger mm-hmm. is no longer important to as the things that are important to them now, now. as they're older as their right. fathers as their as their husbands as their you know uh people who are being looked up to by the next generation to come up and, and and follow so you know what they're really trying to do is set up set a precedence and back then it was like hip hop was all about beefing it's you know what yeah. you know what the funny thing is marv because before that you know i mean when i first got into hip hop um you know i, I want to say at the age of 13 and so forth like that mm-hmm. we had you know you know tribe called quest brand nubians um, the Jungle Brothers, uh, Queen Latifah, and the whole thing back then was about unity. You know what I mean? It was like, mm. it was getting together as a family and black medallions, you know, Mother Africa showing love for one each one one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Chuck Rock fight the power type fight stuff. Fight the power, right? right. And then, and then f- from, from then, it just flipped 180 and everybody was... On beef mode, who's better? Who's got more? Who's doing this from? Who's not doing that? And that beef mode lasted a long time. And and again, those people who were in that beef mode have not grown up. Mm-hmm. And now they're seeing what's happening in their neighborhoods. They're seeing the disconnect. They're seeing the the disenfranchisement. And now they're saying, nah. Now is we gotta go back to that whole unity. We gotta we gotta unify. We gotta build and pull each and every last person up. We can no longer go down on that level. We gotta start bringing people up the level. And see, my thing and stuff is that um, I look at like well, Jay's one of my favorite artists and stuff. He's top the top dog and stuff in my in my lyrical game. Yeah, I remember they had a song. Um, Where have you been? Where have you been? Was on the Dynasty. And it's talking about like him and Beanie Siegel talk. It was like a song that they made for their fathers. Right, right, right. Yeah. And like you know, both of them poured their heart out and stuff on the wax towards their fathers. And when it came down to it, they were both wise enough, whatever. Or I want to say their brains move faster than the others. Yeah. Where people and stuff would jump up and like, would seem like yeah. I got a shit relationship with my father and stuff, whatever, too. Yeah. He did my mom wrong. Yeah. And everything. Then so like, whoa, 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 whoa. It doesn't have the positive effect that we thought. Exactly. Exactly. Let's bring this back. So I think Beanie Siegel's falling album right after that, whatever, I think was the reason. And they had a song called I Still Got Love For You. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah. the Dynasty track was the custom father. And then it was to say like, all right, look, the hurt is out there. Right. But let's do better as father and son. Yeah, of course, of course. Right. So I mean, as a lot of times, stuff like some people get it sooner than later and stuff, whatever. Like I mean, you can have those times where where the separation and disconnect happened like way back when. But some people and stuff probably like a few years later be like, look, we don't need to be doing this. We can do so much better together as a, and for the greater good. 
then separated and stuff. United we stand, divided we fall. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, back then, how many fathers really knew how to be fathers? Not many. Not that, many. A, lot of, a lot of them just knew how to have kids. Yeah. That was it. They didn't really know what it took to really be a father because they've never really experienced it. So right. it was, you know, it, it was something that was just being perpetuated. But, you know, there there comes a time where, like I said, you know, uh, with maturity comes wisdom and you start to see certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to, you know, certain people start to, to, to speak up positive and then you start to take that in. You start to say to yourself, you know what? That person's right, or so and so is saying saying the right things. It's time for me to make the change and not perpetuate what I've seen or what I've grown up in or what I've you know what I've witnessed. I gotta start using that word more in a daily sentence, man. Yeah, well, you perpetuate. Know. Well, yeah, it, it's it's one of those it's, things. What maturity it's, comes it's, wisdom, it's, man. Maturity comes wisdom. Shit. I don't think I used perpetuate a lot when I was thirteen. <laughs> hell, hell no, hell no. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. but you know, but I, it's it's funny because. It, it, it was such a short announcement uh, with the whole B-side uh, concerts and yeah. so forth like that till when they started jumping off. And um, just a week prior, I think the I think Beyonce had her Netflix special, yeah. which hardly and nobody knew about. It just popped up on Netflix and everybody just right. ran and, and viewed it. I'm almost thinking that we might see some sort of like special like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry for the disruption. That was my phone. But I'm sort of thinking that we'll we'll sort of see something like that coming from a Jay Z, maybe a, a a Netflix special. Something like that. Um, Husband and wife in the mix. I mean, of course, I, yeah, I look I mean, at it. I look at it and stuff as that. Like I said, I'm a fan of just coming out of nowhere with the with the completed product. Cause you come out of nowhere with the completed product and stuff, whatever. It gives nobody time to hate it, critique it, all the above. It's kind of like if you're a fan of of if you're a fan of Marvel movies, whatever, right, right, right. You're a fan of Marvel movies, and you know for a fact that most of the time you watch a Marvel movie, you enjoy yourself, and they just tell you like, "Yo, Spider Man is coming October," right? Yeah, yeah. You're already building up and stuff, whatever, in your head mentally, like. The last Spider-Man was like this. Hopefully this Spider-Man is so much better. Hopefully it don't suck. And all the above, whatever. You haven't seen a preview yet. No, you haven't seen a preview But your brain yet. and stuff is already now it's, building it's up some things. Processing. Whatever, processing things yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Trying to shut some stuff down and everything. But now, if they came out of nowhere and said like, hey, we're in April approaching May. And they said, Spider-Man out May 7th. You're like, well, damn. What? They didn't say anything and stuff, whatever, before. You have no expectations and stuff, whatever, to live up to, whatever. It might right, suck. Right, it might right, be bad. Right. They show a preview. That's it. If they come out of the woodwork stuff with like a, a regular concert and stuff, whatever, right? Blindside people. Netflix special. Blindsided people. The Carter's album. Blindsided. Blindsided. It came yeah. out the 4th of July. Yeah. People are getting ready to do barbecues and stuff, whatever, bust out fireworks, whatever. And one person looking like, they just check the iTunes story, like, you know, Jane Beyonce had a, a Together album and stuff, whatever, when it dropped. It says July 4th, 2018. You're like, what? They didn't mention anything. And it gives you no expectations. No expectations. No, crit- you no level to critique. It's already a completed product. You just take it for what it is. If yeah. you're confident in the material, that's how I feel. Yeah. So. The, Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang documentary is out. Mike's of, Mike's of Men. Mike, of Mike's and Men. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard that's pretty dope. I'm, I'm, 
I'm looking out to see that. Yeah, I'm wait, I'm waiting to see that and stuff, whatever, too. I said, let me clear off a little day sometime this week. Yeah. Kick my feet up and just take it all in. Let's talk about Coachella, okay? Since we're talking about the Beyonce thing. She did that little drop for the Netflix special during the whole, the homecoming. That's what it's called. Homecoming right, Live. Right, homecoming, yeah. She did that during the whole Coachella time, right? Yeah. Now, it was like, that was 2018 Coachella. Okay, yeah. That's right. You're right. Okay, right. So she did that and stuff, whatever, and she dropped it for this year. And let's enjoy Coachella for a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think a few people might have enjoyed it too much. <laughs> too much, too much. <laughs> like your boy Magaman, he brought out his Sunday service and stuff, whatever, there. And after, I guess, his performance and the little one-two talks and stuff, whatever, he said he wants to open up his own cult. My bad. Church. 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 Yeah, church. Yeah, church. church. My bad. Mm-hmm. I guess Coachella inspired him to do some things, whatever, right? I don't feel like Jesus walks and some type of music and stuff, whatever. It's going to help persuade me to forget some shit. But then again, we had this discussion for sun up and sundown. Yeah. Forgiveful, you know, forgive or forget. Whatever's clever. Now, the fun, fun peoples, with the ones with the, I want to say, with the herpes action... <laughs> With the herpes spike. That shit, that shit jumped up 60%. Yo. Who? Okay, pause that real quick. Yeah. When are, we, when are you going to go to Coachella? Because I want go to go to Coachella, know for a fact that somebody even talked to me kind of funny. It might come back stuff with like cold sore and like herpes and stuff in my eyeball and anything like that. When are you going to go to Coachella? Listen, you can man. FaceTime me live from there. Listen, man. If I'm, I'm going to go to uh, Coachella... Wrapped in a plastic bag. Saran wrap that ass. But this is the funny thing because if we look at the whole, what, what kicked off the whole festival culture, we're talking about Woodstock. Woodstock. Right? Right. And the Woodstock was during that whole hippie, hippie, free, hippie love. free love movement. Right. So you know a lot of, a lot of knocking boots was going on the fields back then. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Fast forward to 20, 2019, mm-hmm. yo, that, that shit is coming back. The whole free love movement is coming back. Yeah, I went to, um in Toronto, they have, um during the, I'm going to say the long weekend in August, they do Veld. Okay. They do Veld in Downsview Park. Right. And then I went to Veld and stuff for that one year. I think like when it first started up and stuff, I was like, okay, I went. And I think I went for one day because it's a whole festival thing, right? For multiple yeah. days. Yeah. Man, I turned my head like towards like the porta potty area. Yeah. I see dude in the back, girl in between, dude in the front. And these guys are Eiffel Tower and this chick with everything like that. Wow. And there's people looking like, yo, what's going on? And it was just a freebie thing. So like people looking like, oh my gosh, you know, you out here hoeing it up. And it was, I guess they were like, okay, you know what? Too many people are watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just, they just all kindly stopped. They all unified stopped. Yeah. And she just did like a, a mouth wipe and like wiped off, wiped off the dick off her mouth. And then she just kind of pulled up her pants. And then they all scattered. They all went about their merry way. Yeah. They yeah. didn't go in the same direction. They just all went off in their merry yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking like, are we back to the hippie time at, at a music festival? But well, from the Vell to the Coachella, it seemed like it. There's Bitch, been, it might be. There's been a, a 60% spike in herpes cases reported, jeez, due to the the whole Coachella 
uh, festival. Now they said the last. No, 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 no. They said the last time they had a spike like this was during the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, that's some funny shit. These celebrities are getting in. Oh, but then the groupies and stuff were there too as the well. The groupies is in stuff. But is they, there. they they trying to get a ticket, right? Well, here's here's the thing. Um, now, is it safe to say that? Condom manufacturers need to be at these places doing a better job and handing out more of these condoms to these people. No, no, no. I think it's the people, man. Because I remember this girl, this girl said something to me one time and she's like, how come guys carry condoms and stuff, whatever, and don't use them, right? Right. Like, I guess if the guys are going going to their house and stuff, whatever. And I said, well, how come women bring purses on dates and don't help pay for the date? (laughs) And then she never responds. She just kind of kissed her teeth and walked away. So I was like, it's up to the individual or whatever, right? To participate in whatever the act may be. So you need to be party on rescue to say like, all right, you know what? This is an epic day. Let me just shut it down. Let me just wrap it up, you know? But, 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 it, but okay, but this is what I'm saying. Maybe these, these condom manufacturers should actually be at these festivals because... How many people is really waking up that morning and saying, hey, I'm going to go to Coachella and listen to some music and I might get some ass. I'm pretty sure that's not the thought they're waking up with. Mm-hmm. It's probably not until they actually get to the festival. I think you're... You I, know, they under some juice. Mm-hmm. They're looking over their shorty under some juice. They make the eye and eye contact. And they're like, oh, let's do the do. I don't want to speak for every straight man, but I want to say probably 93% of the straight men that are there yeah. are thinking like that, okay? Uh, yeah. They're yeah. thinking like that, whatever. The women, I'm not too sure. Yeah. The women's probably like... I just want to go pop a little pills, a little Xanax. A little just, Molly. Yeah, Molly. And just enjoy this vibe and stuff. Because I love Beyonce. I love whoever's performing. Childish Gambino, whoever. Right, they right, right. They just want right. to go there. Right. Enjoy the time in the sun with their friends. Yeah. And they're probably looking like, hey, man. Like, you know, when in Rome, do what Romans do. Or like, you know, when in Coachella, do what, you know, Coachella, California people would do. And then it might pop off. But ninety three percent of the guys, they they are they thinking yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go mission, get some man. I'm gonna go get some cooch. They're there for a mission, man. This is the the uh, Coachella, man. Look at Coachella all the time and stuff whatever with these dudes with I, I know. Look, one of my boys told me and stuff whatever. I mean, one time, long time ago, he said he's gonna get ready and help a female friend of him move, like move to another apartment or move to another place. Yeah, he wasn't in a relationship with the girl. Right, right. Wasn't dating the girl. Yeah. But he said he's going to go help her move. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, yeah, he's going to go manscape up. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, why? Like, that's not your girl or nothing like that. Well, he's like, you never know. Just in case the boxers move. Just can, in case. Just in case the boxers move. You never know. Well, the boxers move too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's like, yo, men are going to prepare just in case. I mean, Chris Rock said it. Where he's like, yo, when a man does something good for a woman, yeah. he's basically kind of offering dick. Mm. Can I get the door for you? Would you like some dick? Excuse me, sir, you know what time it is? It's dick, o- it's dick o'clock. You know, he's just offering the service and stuff, whatever. So most of these guys, they're going ready with this prepped. There's right. some other guys looking like, yo, you know what? I got my girl at home. I don't want no problems. Like I said, those are the 7% that's like, yeah, yeah. they're yeah, just there for yeah. like the vibe and the music and the be there with their boys or their friends. But I mean, okay, I mean, I remember when when I was younger, you know what I mean? Single and so forth, so forth like that. And... When we were going to Carabana, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, the whole idea was to go down there and bag some shorties. 93%. But 
The idea was I'm going to bag some shorties and hit her right at Tara Banner. Facts. But the thing and stuff is that, remember, these things and stuff where like some people come from way out beyond her. That person's hotel might be way out beyond her. Yeah. And they're looking at stuff and like, yo, if you got a contract. I had a girl tell me and stuff one time. She's like, yo, not at a festival. Right, right, But right. it was just, it was kind of like, it was just chilling. Yeah. And she's like, if you got a condom, we can do this. And some some women and stuff are like maybe not that I want to say thinking forward and stuff whatever saying like if you right. got a condom they're probably just looking right. like right. you know what we should do this and just get out the we, way we and just enjoy go, it. we and just go Russian roulette Russian roulette Russian roulette this thing and stuff whatever and then when they wake up the next day with like a cold sore and stuff whatever they got some bumps on their shit whatever it'd be like womp 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 you didn't womp, win this round womp. so yeah I don't know man. I don't know. That's a lot of action satisfaction and stuff. I'm just saying, next year, if y'all going to Coachella, yeah, you'd be in. Just, just know what's out there. Please, please, just, just protect yourself. Just know that uh, Herpes is performing at 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, I wanted to mention the stuff, whatever, too. Last week when we had, as so say, the sons, right? With the question we got, it said... Um, Come whenever you fart or fart whenever you come. Uh, a lot of feedback from the women that I know. Yeah. yeah. The, women, the women that listen to the show and stuff for the last week. Yeah. They had a collective answer and agreement to the whole format. Because see, you and I were looking at it and stuff from a guy's perspective and stuff. It's answering from, we're answering for ourselves. Yeah, of course. Not yeah, just yeah. men in general, yeah. answering for yeah, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. But when they heard that one or whatever, they were feeling that question. They were like, uh... No, definitely fart when you come. So I was like, I asked, I asked three women who approached me about that same topic and stuff for that once. I'm like, why? They're like, because they would notify their man if they're not performing to expectations. Mm. So if they're not performing properly and she's like, hey, boo, did you hear me fart? Mm. Did the air get stinky all of a sudden? Yeah, be like, mm, nope. I faked it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, why not the other way? And then the other girl jumped in. She's like, uh, every time I have like bean burritos and stuff, whatever, so gassy foods, I'm just going to be coming in my panties and stuff like that, whatever. She's like, what if I have a bad damn day and stuff, whatever, and my food just doesn't sit right with me and stuff, whatever. But you would think it would be the other way around, right? Because that's what I thought. If she knew dude got wick that you know wick uh, wheat dick game, she gonna eat a bean burrito before they have sex. That's what I thought. So I'm like, yo, aren't you happy that she? He's like, no, women don't want to just come just cause. So I was like. 1-800-MY-BAD because I'm pretty sure men would just want to come yeah, just because. <laughs> Shit, we farting all over the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to say Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and it'd be all good. But them, they're like, nah. Nah. So then when she said that, whatever, like when a few of them and stuff were saying it, I was like, yeah, I, I see it. Mm. So I'm like, I have a female friend and stuff, whatever. She lives to the show. She OG. She told me and stuff whatever. when she was dating, dating and stuff, whatever. She always used to tell dudes that she was a squirter. Right. So these dudes work extra hard. Uh, so if she doesn't squirt, 
then it's bad business on the guy's side. Right, right. So the right, guy feels right. like he, he needs to work harder. Right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, yo, you cracked the Da Vinci Code with that shit right there. Because if a girl was to tell me that, whatever, you got to eat more, DJ more, rub more. You got to do a lot more like to make it happen. You're wondering why the fountain ain't working. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh. Let, uh-huh. me go, let me go fix the plumbing. Exactly. Let me go fix the plumbing. So you now, as a man, you start doubting yourself. So that's what I'm saying. As a man, you're not doubting yourself because your girl didn't crack no fart. You don't smell no type of law. Little, you know, ghost of the foods that she ate in the room. Mm, and looking like, mm. yo, dad, I need to step my game up. <laughs> but then if she let one rip, and you'd be like, yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. You might, you, you might gag, you might, oh, but you're like, hey, you know what? You got the job done. Maybe it, it don't smell good, but I know I, I did good. I got good. the job I done. I did good. You got the job done and stuff, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some some guys, they look at some women and stuff when they're doing all the shaking and everything, like whatever. Like, yo, she possessed be like, eh, I got the job done. Mm, yeah. She yeah. look kind of stupid, but I got the job done. So I mean, like, hey. So I said I had to pull that on up, whatever, just to make sure that, that we are listening to you guys. And I'm glad you guys are listening and keep on listening and stuff, whatever, to this, all this great content, man. Let's go to the next, man. Um, this MMA fighter, Joyce Vieira. In Brazil, she was doing a sexy little bikini photo shoot now, whatever, right? Right, right. She's she's a looker-ish, whatever. Yeah. MMA fighters and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. She is she deez? She deez. Okay, okay. She deez. To me, she looks like a a cut Penelope Cruz. Okay, okay. I right? Yeah, yeah. She's been like a cut Penelope Cruz and stuff, whatever, right? So she's doing a little sexy little bikini shoot and stuff, whatever, photo shoot on the beach in Brazil. And a man this she allegedly said that allegedly a man came up through the bushes, right? Was masturbating to her photo shoot while she's taking the photos. Mm. So she said she heard him, and when she heard the dude, she stopped doing a photo shoot and told the guy, You need to stop what you're doing, and we can hear you, and that's not nice. She said that then said that the man said, You know, you like it. If you got a problem with it, come do something about it. So then she walked over there with her MMA ass. Right, right. Gave him a one-two. Then he decided to fight back with his dick out. Mm. He swung back. She said she got more enraged the fact that he swung back. Right. And she beat him down some more. Okay. Right? Yeah. There was the authorities was called later. And they brought him up and stuff, whatever, for like charges and stuff, whatever. And with the guy. Get the, he got the indecency charge? He got, he was, he was, he was about to get the indecency charge. They right. still do investigation. Right, the man right. said he was in the bushes peeing. Yeah, yeah that happens. That happens. Like, yeah. So the man was in the bushes and stuff for their peeing. But we always stress on this show your ego is not your amigo. And. I feel that she jumped to conclusions and stuff, whatever, too soon. Don't get me wrong. If he's a monster, he's a monster. Right, right. But the proper thing, or I think the best decision possible and stuff is that once she notified she was uncomfortable, contact the authorities. Yeah. Before going over there. Because she knows she's an MMA fighter and she knows she can have a high probability of taking this guy. She walked over there to him and stuff. She's about whatever. to take matter in her own hands. Yeah, she took, yeah, she's vigilante justice. What would happen if the man had a 22 gun on him? And he shot her. And then the narrative and stuff is that she was shot on the beach while she's doing a photo shoot and stuff, whatever. 
What if she'd walked over there and seen a chick bent over in the bushes that was getting it? Mm. Mm. Possibilities are yeah. endless. Yeah. That's facts. That'd be a salute. That'd be a trooper chick, whatever. She probably just crawled off and stuff for that. She's like, oh shit, we caught. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I wasn't beating my meat. I was beating Beat something. something. He was beating it up. Yeah, man. I wasn't a fan. So then when we were talking about this and stuff, whatever, I want to say I was at work. Um, a friend of mine at work, she said, what if it was your mother? What if it was your daughter? Or what if it was your sister that he was doing that to? First and foremost, mother, daughter, sister, I wouldn't want them to walk up on no random dude no, and, doing like that and, with and, his dick And out. let's be clear. I don't think... An- Ordinary woman would walk up on this dude, yeah, like, to confront what he was doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, like, like she because she was full of herself and she was confident in her abilities. Yeah, that's why she decided to walk up on dude, whatever. I'm like, but what if it came to a case and stuff where the man overpowered her, and then he raped her and stuff, whatever. That's that's a worst case, like another worst case scenario. And stuff, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. You contact the authorities. You don't take vigilante justice in your hand. Not everybody can be Batman. Well, I mean, it's I, I mean. I mean, besides that action or the action that we're talking about, mm-hmm. police tell you all the time, subject may be armed and dangerous. Do not approach. Call the authorities. Absolutely right. Do not approach. Do not approach. Call the authorities. No, 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 no. Not this motherfucker. She like, she about to go out there and just whoop some ass and she stuff, about to, whatever. She about to chop his dick off. She try, I think she's doing a prelim for a fight or something and stuff, whatever. And like, those, so there's photos and stuff online floating around yeah. from the beatdown. And they actually got the Lego blocks blocking out his dick because his dick was out and everything like that, whatever, right? So yeah. she beat him when his dick was out, whatever. So could be a possibility he was jerking it. Could be a possibility he was peeing. Because I'll tell you this straight goods. If y'all go to the beach with me or y'all go to the pool with me, no, beach. Beach, beach. Stay away from me. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from me and stuff, whatever. I might piss in the water. <laughs> Straight goods. So that, that, that's my thing. But like I want, the millions like, across then, the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's other people on stuff that say like, you know what? No, Marv, you're freaking nasty. You're a nasty guy. They're going to piss on the shore like this guy. In the bushes. In the bushes. Yeah. yeah. So either you swim by me, get peed on and stuff, whatever. You might get a little R. Kelly and stuff, whatever, buddy. Or you take this guy pissing in the bushes. Decisions. And, you know, I think a good portion of public jerkers actually jerk in public. I don't think they hide in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of just go out and blame. Looking at you all goofy on this shit. Yeah, that's some different shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like a closed off setting and stuff, whatever. Yeah, we we, we, we normal. We're not not the public jerkers. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Right, right, right. Fair, fair, fair. That's, yeah. But I don't know. I asked... As I felt this stuff about the situation, like I said, if the guy's a, oh, that monster that she proclaims he is, whatever, then authorities should deal with him, regardless, across the board. Point blank, period, and stuff, whatever. Because it would suck that the narrative got spent to something more horrific or people losing their life or injuries a lot worse. Yeah, for sure. You know, the funny thing is, though, is that the um now, now the, the, the footage, was it the... Was it her camp who was actually, you know, filming the the shoot and stuff like that? Is that is the footage coming from? Or is it just bystanders? This is bystanders. Bystanders and bystanders. her camp. Okay. So okay. her camp has a, a few photos. Right. Right. Where you can see that she actually left like the photo zone to right. walk over there. Over there. So it was a distance. Okay. It was oh, a distance. Oh, okay. So like you Dude know, wasn't clo- anywhere close. No. No. Okay. No. So so I want to say it was a distance where 
let's say for example, if you know you're doing a photo shoot and you know they got that little reflected thing to kind of angle the lighting and all that type of stuff. Yeah. That was nowhere in, in these beatdown photos. Oh, okay. So she she the walk. She walked. walked, walked. Okay. She walked, walked. So she was going over there with a, with a purpose. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That to me is more of an instigator kind of level. But I, I'm well. If if you had to walk, walk. How you really know that he wasn't just taking a piss in the bushes? Because right. that seemed like you know what I mean. It don't seem like he could have right. overheard. You, can't, you, can't you just... could overheard it. Uh, 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 uh. You know what I mean? That, right, but yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like that going that far to that extreme, just baby girl, watch yourself. All the women out there, whatever, I recommend you guys and stuff, whatever. If you get to an uncomfortable moment like that, contact the authorities. Because I want to say everybody named Granny got a cell phone now. So contact the authorities, give the description of the person and stuff, whatever. Take a snapshot of the person and then just call it a day. Listen, Marv, I'm I'm with you. I'm a f- I am feel like this... This lady had her ego as her amigo because I don't think the you know a regular woman who doesn't know martial arts would even take up the mantle to even go over there and say, "Listen, I'm gonna set this dude straight." Well, he, I mean, he might already been straight, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna set this, I'm gonna set this dude straight anyway. Was it two, right? for two? It's two, two for two? Two for two? Two, okay. two for two? Okay, I see. Now I see that man. Yo, I don't know. That's it. Like I, being a being a father to like if I was to be a father and I had a daughter going through a situation like that, whatever, like I said, I would notify my daughter the same way and everything as well. So I mean, I know you're a father of a daughter. And listen, man, you I, don't know what you, you don't know what type of crazy this dude might be. If exactly. You, if I mean, if you if you're already thinking that in your head, then the 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 thought that should come right after that is this person may be crazy. Facts. This person may be a problem. Absolutely. I should not be confronting this person. Absolutely. I should probably take out my cell phone, make the call to the proper authorities, and have this dealt with appropriately. There. Yo, speaking of father, we never really spoke about fatherhood too much on this show yet, man. We're both fathers. Yes, that is true. We are both fathers. Me twice over. Yeah, twice over. Um... Let's talk about father. Let's talk about fatherhood for a minute. Like fatherhood and decisions that you make for your children. What are the lengths and stuff, whatever? Like I, I always heard this expression: your kid makes you a your your kid makes you into a grown up, whatever, right? Yes. For proper people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're not judging nobody, but for proper people and stuff, whatever. You kind of like reevaluate. For, for most people, you whatever. start to re- reevaluate your, some your things, life. Whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. What are some of the decisions that you've made for you getting ready for fatherhood? You know, well, it's 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 funny because I can remember when um when I was having my my first child. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things was to even just to even just be a, be around more before my child was even born. So, uh, for an example, I was. Uh, I was working a, a day job for a music software distributor, mm-hmm. and right after I would do that job, I had a, an a evening gig as an an audio engineer at mm-hmm. a studio called mm-hmm. Above Average, mm-hmm. and um, so I would be out. I, I would leave my girl from like you know the start of the day, which I'm you know I'm, I'm looking at maybe. Nine o'clock a.m. Okay, and I wouldn't get home till like maybe 
3 a.m. You know what I mean? That's from just, you know, my, my day-to-day job, plus going to the studio and engineering a recording session. Right. And um, when I found out my girl was pregnant and we, we were going to have a child, I let dudes know at the studio. I said, listen, I'm about to become a father. So, you know, let's get as much wrapped up as we possibly can because mm-hmm. I intend to, when we- I leave work... Mm-hmm. Go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I'm, you know, I'm practicing to, you know, to, to, to be as, as, as helpful as I possibly can in raising this child mm-hmm. and being there for these, these moments because, you know, as you know, they, they don't stay little forever. No. I mean, you, you still got your, your little yeah. man, but in that space of time from his birth, to now, yeah. you've experienced a lot of stuff. Absolutely, with man. Him. You understand? I mean, he's, he's approaching the. I call them the terrorist twos. They're they're beyond terrible. Yeah. And like, I was looking at like, where did the time go? So right there and then, I already made the 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 adjustment of being a more committed person, mm-hmm. uh, more committed uh, family wise, family oriented wise. Right. Um. The the partying and bullshit. I wouldn't say it stopped completely, but. It became less. It cut down. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, it cut down for me. It cut me. down. That's good. Um, and uh, the the friv- the frivolous spending cut down for me. Oh, so you weren't popping bottles for the what, bitches you, in the no, club? No, I wasn't popping oh, the bottles okay. for the bitches in the clubs. I was popping. I was popping bottles for Mister Pampers and Mister. Oh, okay, okay. Right. right. So the right bottles. So, yeah, the right yeah, bottles. So I, was, I was popping the right bottles. The right bottles. So that 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 was it. My whole my whole. Outlook change as far as you know financial, uh, being more su- supportive and so forth like that. I would I would have to say right off the bat. Mm. Me, I want to say probably about the same and stuff. Whatever. Me personally, I want to say, um, well, when I was honing in the fact that I'm I just brought life, getting ready. I just brought life into the world. Yeah. I kind of. Try to hone in everything and stuff. I want to say I want to reprogram my brain, like went to soldier, right? To now trying to get into this father role and stuff, whatever. Because I I didn't grow up with my father and stuff, whatever, like that. And I had ideas and stuff, whatever, on what a proper father would be. And I vowed to myself, whatever, to be the father that I never had. Right. So now I have to take my time and stuff, whatever, and try to play an active role before. Yeah, yeah. Before and get things together and all the above. Because a lot of times, whatever, um, I don't want to always make it fall on the woman or the person and stuff for there. Because a lot of times, like, I see my mom do a single mother dance. Yeah. And it wasn't as easy. Like, men can only raise, raise men, right? Right, right. Or my right. mom did the best of her abilities and stuff, whatever. And then I had, like, other family members and uncles and, and cousins and stuff that played that role. Yeah. So I realized and stuff for that, like, me growing up without a father, it had a major effect and toll on me as I vowed to myself that like, yo, that's not going to happen for my son. Right, right, right. So I'm going to play my position to the full extent, whatever. And still doing that to this day. Yeah. To this day. To this day. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, that's just what it is. I think for me, my change, the decisions that I made for like, for my son. Now, what are your biggest fears of being a father? I know it might be tons, but give me like, I don't know, maybe like your, your, your top ones and stuff that stick out to you and stuff. 
like now it just might pop up in your head and stuff whatever now my my biggest fear would be the the lessons that I try to instill in my kids they don't they, they don't they don't, pick they don't pick they don't pick them up ooh ooh that was poetic that, yeah, was, that yeah, was nice yeah. that was that that would be um, that would be my biggest fear because I think I think the tools that I arm them with and the lessons that I prov- I, I provide them with mm-hmm. should be able to help them get through any situation that they might get themselves into. Right. Right. Knowing that I was never perfect. No one is ever perfect. Right. There's gonna be bumps in the road. But I feel my parents instilled enough in me mm-hmm. where I could kind of navigate myself to safety. And if I couldn't navigate myself to safety right away, um, I wouldn't drown, but I knew how to tread water. Facts. So you're still surviving. So, so, so still surviving, surviving and thriving. At, still surviving, thriving at the end of the day. And at some point, I'm going to reach that. I'm either going to reach a boat. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna reach land. True. So that these are the kind of things that I instill my my kids instill try to instill in my kids mm-hmm. um, because once they leave the four walls of my home and my security, they're out there in the real world, and a lot of times I can't protect them from that. Facts. My biggest fear of being a father. I want, I want my son to be one of those kids that kind of just roll up their schoolwork and put it in their back pocket. I always feel like them niggas is losers, man. Like, yo, I, that's my thing. My thing and stuff is that, like, yo, I went to school. I went to school and stuff, whatever, in America and everything. And um, I was always afraid of, like, I used to see some chicks, whatever, you know, the ones, like, there's, there's school breakfast, right? Right, yeah. And then they have these other chicks that have that, that, I want to say the hood breakfast with the hot Cheetos and the soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I stayed away from those type of chicks because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're the loud, rambunctious ones. Yeah, yeah. Those, I feel like those were the prequels to the baby mamas that would cause you problems. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's freaking 8 o'clock in the morning and you eating hot Cheetos. Not egg sandwich, not an egg McMuffin. Yeah. Hot Cheetos and you drinking a brisk iced tea. You know what I'm saying? Those chicks, I'm like, nah, I gotta stay away from that. I don't well, well tell you what. That uh education used to be a big fear to me. Yeah. Right? And and when I say when I say used to, it's it's not that I don't want my kids to to do well or ex- excel in school. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the real. I, I'm at the realization that school isn't for everyone. School isn't for everyone, right? First and foremost, and you have a lot of successful people out here that didn't even finish high that school. didn't finish high school. Facts, right? So, but what they do have in common is they a set of values that's been instilled Still in to them. them. Fair. So I absolutely. I, so so the value like, goes back to the values. Yeah, what you were so saying. I, so I'm going back to the values of what I'm saying. If I, inst- I if I instill those values, then they'll tread they'll tread the water. Yeah. You know what I mean. And they'll eventually reach land, or they'll eventually reach a boat. I'm gonna instill that value and stuff. And like, yo, I'm looking at my son. Like, look, I'm gonna need you not when the when the teacher gives you some notes and stuff like that to take. I need yeah. you not to roll that bitch up and not putting <laughs> it back. Stuff pocket. in your back pocket. <laughs> 
I'm gonna beat the brakes off his ass and stuff, whatever. If I go to one of the damn open houses or the teacher meetings and stuff, they're like, yeah, he just takes notes and just rolls it up in his back pocket. He doesn't come in with a folder. I'm like, nigga, why am I going to Staples for and stuff at the beginning of every school damn year to buy supplies and all you're doing is walk around with a few sheets, rolling up, and then you're walking out. That shows to me, it shows lack of, I want to say, a go-get-it kind of drive. Right, so you're looking right. at it as like, yo, screw it. Now, if you're about and stuff like your school's not for you and stuff like that and everything, yeah. I think the, my other fear stuff is the communication, not having the com- proper communi- window channel communication yeah. with my child. Yeah. I know he's going to be on a different type of world and stuff, whatever. I'm going to be an older dude by the time he gets to that type of point, whatever. But I want the communication to be at least decent enough where we can have a convo and say, like, look, dad, I feel like, you know, this is not working out for me pertaining to school. I'm like, well, why you don't like school? Right. And if he gives me a reason and stuff like some words the teacher might say might kind of go above his head and everything. He might have a learning difficulty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or it might be a situation and stuff, whatever, where he just might not like that teacher. Or the possibilities could be endless. He might just not like that subject. That subject. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. The possibility could be endless and stuff, whatever. I tell everybody, I don't like I don't like algebra, but I love my money to multiply. Of course. 100%. So I mean, I'm a science dude, right? Yeah. yeah. That's me personally. So that's something like when it comes down to it. The, the, it's the communication thing that's my fear of you know being a father like if we don't have that good kind of rapport communication and then like I said the, uh, some loser shit whatever I, you know like, I feel like lions can help raise lions and stuff whatever and from day one and stuff whatever if you're there you're present and stuff whatever the things that you say and do will have an effect on we'll, your kids. We'll, of course, 100%. I believe, I believe that. And to, to even, to, to even stress, stress upon that point a little bit further is the examples. Because mm-hmm. kids pick up more than you, you actually think. And without even saying anything, your examples speak louder than words. So if, if you're out there showing them like, yo... You know, dad may not be, dad may not be the most smartest person, or the strongest person, mm-hmm. or or the you know whatever. But whatever. he's the most determined, determined person. Yeah. And whatever he sets his mind to, he's gonna accomplish it. Or find if he can't do it, he's gonna find a way to get it done. Absolutely. And just that, just even picking up that that small little trait will carry your kids. Uh, I I feel will carry your kids further than you know the the, the point where they, they they just give up. I don't underestimate nobody. I don't even underestimate these kids. Nothing like that. Cause look, my son he's approaching two. Yeah. And when I when I came out the shower today, I looked at him and stuff whatever. Before I came out to come record, I looked at him and stuff whatever. I gave him a kiss on his head and I said, he's not even talking properly. Yeah. Right? He just forces some words and some sounds. Yeah. And I said. You know, I love you times a trillion to the hundredth power. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have this, that, it's that communication and stuff yeah, whatever, from course. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, he's not even two and he knows that and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if I continue doing what I do, eventually he'll pick up and stuff and say like, yo, dad's a go-getter. Dad does this. Dad does this side hustle. Dad does, he's into this. You know, and I and all the all the lessons and stuff for the well, the bonus from us is that we had a mark, we have a mark and stuff whatever on the world. So even if you know, touch wood, we vanish. Yeah, our children can have 
the gems we already dropped. Exactly. For the podcast. Exactly. And it, it, it's and it, it's it's funny because I, you know, and it's important that we always talk to our kids because that's the one thing I I try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if they even though if they don't understand it to the fullest, I try to explain what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and more importantly, why I'm doing it. So they have, you know, so they get the understanding that, you know, your dad ain't just do, out here, you know, doing shit. He's got a goal in mind. He's trying to achieve that goal. And these are the steps that we're seeing him take to get to where he where he wants to go. Straight. It's facts. Yeah, man. It's okay. So let me ask you that? this now. <clears throat> How many non-black friends do you really have? Because earlier, yeah. beginning of the show, top of the show, you said support black excellence. You and I, we always support black excellence. Yeah, yeah. We're a fan of that. But it got me thinking of stuff, whatever, the other day, whatever, right? Because I want to say when people tend to look at like my circle right, and everything, my circle is like well diverse. Yes. I feel like my, my circle is well diverse. But when I look at other people's circles and stuff that I know, their circle is not well diverse. Right, right. I might be that token black person in their circle. Yeah. Or if I look at another black friend and stuff, whatever, they might not have any other non black friends and stuff in their circle. So that's why I said it got me thinking. How many non black friends do you really have? I have, a, I have a few. You know what I mean? Actually, I would say probably maybe more than the average uh, black person. And the hell is the average black person? Yeah, average, average black person mostly have black friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. With just a few sprinkles here and there. Oh, but man. here's the thing with me, Marv. Mm. Um, growing up, my parents were were always trying to achieve things. So very early, I w- I want to say like when I was maybe about. Five or six, or maybe even just even before I reached the age of five and six, mm-hmm. we had uh, my parents had moved out of the the building that we were in and bought a house. Right now, the street that I I lived on, I was maybe one of maybe three black families that were on that street. Right, the rest of the street was white. I, you know, and, and no other ethnic, eth- no, I wouldn't say no other ethnicity because there was an, in, there was maybe one or two Indian families okay. that may have lived on the street. So I grew up around white kids, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A few sprinkled black kids here and there and, and Indian kids. So, you know, so my surroundings was already diverse by the time I got to the age of 10, 11, and so forth. Right. My public school that I attended, elementary school for, for those who are, are over are south of the border, the blacks were a, a real minority. Right. So in my, my school system, public, my elementary days, I had a lot of white friends, a lot of Indian friends, and I, w- I would like to say that's that's where I first started having Asian friends mm-hmm. because that the you know I mean the the school that I went to was a mixed multitude with 
I would want to say predominantly, predominantly whites being the majority right. within that school system. Right. Um, it wasn't really till I got to junior high. Was start being more black. When when it started being more black, and I I I I I attribute this to the the school, the area that it was in. Mm-hmm. Was it was an area where students were coming from different backgrounds. Now, let me cut you real quick. Yeah, I know tons of people and stuff. Whatever, which is a story similar to yours. Right, right. Childhood, no problem. Because I want to say, like, when even like even to these kids and stuff, whatever today, whatever. Most people and stuff, whatever. Like, let's say if you're an average black family and stuff, whatever, you might throw your kids into like some little low league sports, soccer yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And all the above, whatever, right? Because yeah. I want to say, if you're a child under the age of five, you don't see color, you no, don't see you race, don't. You, you just don't. see fun yeah. and nice person or bad person and stuff. Whatever. Cartoon and toys. Exactly. Yeah. That's all you see and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the adults and stuff around them that kind of corrupt them or kind of change their minds. Yeah. So that's why I believe all babies are born innocent. Right, right. So now when it comes to a point where you have a situation where you're an adult now for yourself. Yeah. You grew up in the surrounds like you like what you're saying and stuff. But there's probably tons of people that grew up in the surrounds and stuff like you. Yeah. Had that kind of diverse type of schooling and everything and stuff. Whatever. But when they become an adult, whatever, they're on some pro-black lives shit, whatever. Like... Black Lives Matter, and they kind of eliminate all the Caucasians or other ethnicities from them. But okay, I I get what you're saying, but I mean, I'm I'm giving you from my my perspective, right, right, right. Okay, right, right. so this from your so, so, so so let me continue now. Yeah, so jump when back I, in. When when I got from when I got into junior high, mm-hmm. right, right, it's not like it's 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 not like white people got any less, right? Mm-hmm. It's just now more. I'm started seeing more black people, more people of color, more people of of other uh, other ethnicities, of other ethnic ethnicities. I'm about to say, boy, don't bite your tongue over there. <laughs> and it now be it now became a more of of a cultural thing mm. that started determining who my friends were. So now I'm getting a more a greater appreciation for black music, right? Right, more appreciation for for fashion, and now my friends are being determined by what by what I interest. like, what my interests were, mm. and it just so happened to be that more of people who looked like me were interested in those things, right. and at the same time. I still had white friends. I still had Asian friends. I still had Indian friends. Mm-hmm. But their interests were, different. were more similar. The ones that I had were their interests were oh, more similar, similar to yours to what I was. So they right. fit within my circle. So then, listen, I like I like you said I like the fact that you said that because there's a part where I see a lot of times stuff whatever where I want to say back then I used to look at it stuff as like. Why is this one black dude, right? Or this one black student or kid. Yeah. Is surrounded by a whole bunch of white people and stuff, whatever. And they're all rocking Marilyn Manson tees and stuff, whatever. Or nine inch nails and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tea and everything like that, whatever. Yeah. But 
his interests and his stuff interest, for him or whatever yeah. would have been all to that type of level. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. You understand? And that so that determined his, his surroundings. His surroundings. Right? So, so this is what this is, this is what I'm what I'm saying. It's, it's it's not that I don't think that I I I went out and looked to have more people of color as friends. Right. It's just it's just my 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 cultural pref- preference mm-hmm. and my surroundings just almost kind of kind of dictated that because okay. you know what I mean they they were more into what I was doing okay. now that carried that pretty much from that setting pretty much carried into my adulthood fair you understand what I'm saying so it's not the fact that I would say that my friends became less d- d- diverse no the people who were in my culture mm-hmm. became less diverse Gotcha. Now to this day, my the the friends who I have, white, Asian, black, are my friends because we like similar things. We we've adapted to a similar type of lifestyle. We're in a similar type of culture. Then, mm-hmm. apart from that, I have my business associates, business friends who are different from what my culture is, mm-hmm. and. They may be more of a diverse culture because we deal with music, but I don't just solely deal with the. I don't just solely deal with hip hop, R and B, everything. I deal with everything. Yeah, I deal with producer. I'm a producer. I deal. I deal with other producers. Yeah, I deal with other producers who deal with other genres. Right, but we still talk the same language. We still deal. We we we're still involved in the same things. So our network. Has the uh, I have a, a friend I have a set of friends who are part of my network. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily a part of my 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 culture. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah. So I say that to say this. I do have you know people who are friends, even close friends of mine that are outside of my my race, which is good. Yeah. Which I, is which is good. I feel like I feel like it's great. Let me play devil's advocate and stuff real quick and stuff whatever. To your wife, and let me apologize and stuff, whatever. If you weren't married, could you see yourself and stuff, whatever, dating a person that didn't share your similarities and stuff? Like, I want to say, like, to, I guess we'll use music as an example. Okay. So you're into hip hop, R&B, reggae, that type of stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to put you in a box and stuff, whatever, because I know that's what black people be jamming to and shit. But I'm just saying, like, that yeah, as an example. Yeah, yeah. And let's say, like, the possible woman of your dreams. Right. She could have been a Marilyn Manson friend. Whatever, right? That whole type of era and everything, some type of music. You guys might not you guys might not share the same interests of a music, but let's say on morals and principles level, yeah. she hits every box. She checks off every damn box. So I feel like But I might I that I might I'm, I'm gonna have to admit I probably might miss that cue. Um you understand because because the, the the culture and the things that you're into uh, again like, you I, I opposites mean, attract though opposites do attract but at the same time they don't stay <laughs> I wouldn't say that they, they I wouldn't say that they don't stay but you gotta be you have to be put in a, a circumstance mm-hmm. to find that that to find out that that opposite really has a lot of like qualities. That you're into. If you're not put in a certain circumstance, you're never gonna find that because mm. your 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 intention and your 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 you tend to stick with things you know or mm. to be in in situations that you know. 
You understand? Mm-hmm. With that being said, I would have no problems ending up with someone of an Asian descent, ending up with someone of an Indian descent, ending up with somebody of a uh, 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 European descent. That's my my focus is not the Our color race. of your skin. But the content of your character. But the content of your character. So if, so if you rock with the same things that I rock mm-hmm. with, you understand? We gel with each other. That's the most important thing to me. Right. Gotcha. So that means, well, you you kind of summed it up with it. I was going to follow up and stuff, whatever. Like, do you converse with other people from different races? But you you said you did that within a daily basis and stuff. Yeah, for, I sure, feel like, for sure. I remember I seen a Cat Williams comedy, and he said, he said my black people, y'all need some white friends. And I want to say with this whole Black Lives Matter movement and stuff that kind of came in place, I feel yeah. like a lot of people try to keep that separate. Because I agree, you need some white friends, and I feel like some white friends need some black friends and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah, one of my of coworkers, one of my coworkers and stuff, whatever, went to, um, sitting with the Buffalo for some shit. And when they were coming back over to the Canadian side and stuff, they're like, you know, gas is cheaper in America, so they're going to fill up. So when they punched in like a like gas station and stuff, whatever, yeah. it took them to like damn near like a hood, a hood in like Buffalo and stuff, whatever, right? Right, right. <clears throat> and... I want to say when he's when he's there at the hood and stuff, whatever, like pumping the gas, he was laughing and stuff. He was, he was he felt nervous. He's like, you know, he's like, Marv, I'm not gonna lie to you, you know. I felt a little uncomfortable. Like it's all good. Some black people make me uncomfortable too. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like it's all good. It's the aura, whatever you feel is how you feel. No one can tell you how to feel. But I told him like, you know what? Would have helped you if you had some chocolate with you, man. If you had like a, if you had some black friend and stuff, whatever with you and everything like whatever, it take the heat off. Mm-hmm. So I told him and stuff. One day I was with some friends, stuff, whatever. I think one other black friend is in a car with me. One was Indian, one was white, and other one, yeah, white half, half white, half native. We were all coming back from Buffalo. And when I seen the area and stuff, whatever, where we went to go get gas and do some shit like that too. No, we went to liquor store. They look uncomfortable in the car. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Fall back. Since I'm the darkest person in the car, I'll go inside the gas station, go deal with this and all that type of stuff, and I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, thank God, Marvin. Thank you. Thank you so my gosh. Thank you so much. And <laughs> we just kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I was telling him, I'm like, yo, you might need some chocolate with you. You need some black friends. How many black friends you got? Crickets chirped when he said it, whatever. He's like, well, aren't we friends? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're co-workers. Yeah. But we're on I'm like, yo, we, we don't break bread after work hours and everything and stuff like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Something's like, do you have? And I realized that a lot of people and stuff, whatever, in their youth, yeah. they were... Of course, yeah. With that, with that whole yeah. mix. Yeah. And as adults and stuff, whatever, people tend to... I want to say, not segregated is a bad word, but they tend to stick with their own kind. Mm-hmm. And... I'm always foreign to that expression because my thing and stuff is that I feel like I'm a well-rounded individual. I feel like I'm the bootleg most interesting man in the world. So you can throw me with any race, any any group of people, but and I'm good. I, but I think I think again. I mean, as, as sometimes it's it's dictated by by the by your culture mm-hmm. and the, the the things that you tend to gravitate to. Like um like earlier when I was you know when we were out there talking, I was telling you about. Um, the wedding that I went to with my my wife's ex coworker, right? And we were sitting at her. Um, we were sitting at the table with a lot of her college friends, mm-hmm. and 
she's a white female, right? Mm-hmm. The two the, the two brothers that I was telling you about were black, right? And then the 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 the, the, the other two gentlemen was one was he was. He was South African and Armen- Armenian, I think, the, what was his mixture. Whoa. And okay. then uh, one dude, I, th- I think, I'm not sure, he was Cro- Croatian. Uh, and if, if not, he uh, a background from, from a place like that in Europe. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were good friends because of their, like, interest. Because of where they, they, you know, they all took the same courses in school. They all grew up. They, I think it was like a financial background that they all had. Right. You understand? And except for the one black brother. He was just, he was just association because of his, his brother, brother was with, was with the crew. Right. So, they, and they were just, they were friends because of that. Yeah. You understand? So again, I'm saying it boils down to your, like a lot of times it might be cultural. A lot of times it may be your, your, your social economical network. You know what I mean? It it depends. Isn't that beautiful though? Like me, I look I look at something like that and stuff is beautiful. Like I look at it that I could be at a table or fuck that, I can be out with some friends. Yeah. And everybody's from different walks of the world. Like like wanna say their background and their story and stuff is so damn different, but we come together and stuff as friends to break bread, crack jokes. You know, share some similar stories and just still kick it and have fun. I feel like to me that's beautiful and stuff, whatever. Like I feel like I don't take that for granted. Listen, I'm loving man. that. Listen, when when I'm at work, mm-hmm. right, and, and it's funny because you know when you when you when you work for a, uh, an automotive company, um, a lot of times it's broken down into into teams so mm-hmm. you work in a you work in a, a certain area and you work with the team right so i'm afraid of teams though. i'll tell you why before you start your story yeah for some odd reason i always felt like i was in school with the smartest damn people but whenever it came to like team or group projects i got the three dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> with me so I, i'm I, I got trust issues on teamwork or sometimes and stuff, whatever. But continue with your well, story. Okay, well, I mean, I guess, I guess when you know when when I discuss team in that setting, mm-hmm. everybody's on equal footing. Okay, you understand? Right, and right, right. We all do a speci- we all do a specific job within that team. Right. But everybody knows every each and every other person's Don't job. Don't fuck up, or you're not gonna get this money. Uh, or, or, yeah, exactly. Okay, right? right. So we all got each other's backs in that situation, right? So a part of that, a part of that team. There is uh there's four of us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, two of us are black. Mm-hmm. One of us are one one of the us is white, mm-hmm. and one of us is Indian. See, that's beautiful. You said us. Yeah, well, us because we are a team. No, no, no. But but that's what I'm saying. A lesser person will say, "Well, I'm black. Another dude is black, or another person and stuff is black, and then there's an Indian, and there's you know, no like white. Yeah, but." but- but I can, but I can but say you spoke, us because right. I feel, I feel you, it's you're together. It's, it's unity. We're together. It's you understand? And it's the unity. I mean, we all take lunch at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all talk about this, and it's funny because we're all from different backgrounds, but we all we can all find common interests. Right. That you know, what I mean, that we we all gel with. You know, what I mean, it got it got to the point where. We would after after work we go have a beer at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
a nice sunny day if it's you know if we're, if we're on the early shift nice sunny day we're you know we're down at the works having uh, having burgers and a beer right you understand days off we, we we're, we're calling each other like you know what i mean oh let's go do this let's do it we, we're, we're doing certain things right outside of my work my regular set of friends and that's friends you know what i mean those, so those, you know I look, yeah i look at these guys as yo they, they're friends mm-hmm. you know i got their back in cer- certain situations they got my back in certain situations mm-hmm. now mind you one of them is a straight rocker mm-hmm. so when he go to his concerts i ain't going to his concerts because Right. I'm, that's not part of my culture, right. right? And then when I'm doing my thing, he ain't coming to where I'm coming to because that's not part of his culture. But there are things that we like that we 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 gel together with, and Facts. it it is what it is, man. So get yourself some black friends, get yourself some 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 Indian friends, friends get yourself some Asian friends, all just get yourself some friends. Don't just just don't say, and you learn a lot of things. You well, learn a lot of things outside yeah. your culture. That's that's my 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 thing and stuff is that like um, I want to be the best person I can be, and I can't be the best from selling myself short from learning type of things. Yeah, right. And I wake up every day. I feel like if you're not if you stop learning, you should start dying. Facts. So my thing and stuff is that if I'm presented to somebody who might be from a different part of the world that I've never heard of. Or I've never seen or understood and stuff, whatever. You know me. I ask tons of questions any goddamn way. So I'm just trying to get to know them, bridge the gap between us and everything. And they can teach me some things and I can teach them some things and stuff too. Listen, the, the fact of the matter from the day you're born to the day you die, you'll never know everything. Absolutely. You'll never know everything. So every day there's a chance to learn something new. There is. It's, it's, it's just how the world is. You can never know everything before mm-hmm. your dying days. Yeah, man. I mean, like people from different walks in the world and stuff and everything. This is a beautiful thing, man. So, what do you think most people on this continent take for granted? You know what? Because another person from another point of view in the world that probably just came to Toronto and stuff, whatever, they probably have a different type of appreciation stuff of like Toronto and stuff, whatever. That they came here and stuff like that. So let's say, for example, I don't know. Let's say if they're from some random ass place. Mozambique. Right. I don't know nobody from Mozambique. But let's say if they came from Mozambique and stuff and everything. And they came here and they're like, oh my gosh. Your buildings, they're so beautiful. And you're looking like, they're buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think for like, yeah. So my question is, what do you think most people on this continent take for granted? Um... Simpler way of life. I can't fish. I can't fish either. Are we? Fuck? And not to, not to say that I can't fish. I've never tried fishing. You never tried fishing. I've, I've never tried fishing. And like yeah, like other people from different parts of the world, they could probably fish with their eyes closed and catch like. Man, they 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 do, um, do, do, do they, the Jesus basket thing. Listen, they sharpening um um tree branches and and out there stabbing fish and yeah, taking yeah, that shit out the water. I, I can't. I can't fish. Yeah, I can't. You give me a, you know, the iron rod three thousand, the, the the most the the most advanced fishing rod in the world that you are supposed to catch forty fish with. I probably can't catch one. Shit. Yeah, I thought I was the only one. Not the fact that I can't do it. I just I've just never tried. You understand? Mm-hmm. Where you? This is exactly what you're saying. Because, and here's the thing with us. Because. We can go to the supermarket. We'll pick up some fish. And pick up some fish. We, man, our game over here is so elevated and stuff, whatever. We should be so grateful. 
We can get fucking fish sticks. And we can get different styles <laughs> of fish sticks. <laughs> we can get Kentucky battered beer fish sticks, okay? We don't got the regular fish. We got the batter game and, and stuff, whatever, this, and intact. This, and this is what I'm saying. This, this, this sim- the simplest way of life. You have people in you have people in in certain countries that will wake up, go to the seaside, catch themselves something to eat, lay on the beach, catch a tan. And go to sleep. Wake up the next day and do that shit all over. They ain't worried about a mortgage. Mm. They ain't worried about a bill that has to be paid. Mm. Hydro's their son. The, the, the hi, you know, their hydro's son. their son. Electricity is their son, yeah. There's a lot of things they're not worried about. Pollution. Clean air. They, there's a lot of things that they don't worry about. You understand? And But... But here's the flip side of it. You bring them here and they see all the things that they perceive that they're missing out on. The car. The TV watching all this type of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the, the battered fish sticks. Beer battered fish sticks because they've never had beer battered fish sticks before. Then they need to try tempura style then. There you go. <laughs> so all these things that they perceive that they're missing out of, not all of a sudden, they want your life. Yeah. They don't want that simple life that they've had. We go over there and we're like, man, you mean you don't have to go to work to live? <laughs> nah. You don't got to bust your brain to live? Island life, man. Like, you I mean, could just you, you, when they go, when you go on vacation and stuff for them in the islands and shit like that. You mean all I gotta do is learn how to stab fish, stab crab with my spirit, and I can eat a seafood meal? I know. You know those red lobster they charge you? It, it, ex- immediately when I think of that brings me to um that the uh Tom Hanks movie. Castaway? Castaway. I ain't talking to no goddamn volleyball made for my blood, so calm your ass down over there. All right. But think about it. When he came back, when they found his ass, and they brought him back, you know what I mean? Gave him all the hooplas, this, that, and the third. Yes. The seafood spread that was on the table that these people looked at and like, these people in their eyes were looking at it as, yo, this is the best that there is to offer. Mm -hmm. And in his mind, it was like, man... That was my survival food that I ate every day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Do you understand? It's just the, it's the perspective of things. Yo, I think they should have a TV show, like a castaway challenge. Let, let Tom Hanks host that shit. And isn't that what Naked and, Naked and Afraid is? Yeah, but Naked and Afraid, you see, when Naked and Afraid, they give you these tools and shit like that. Whatever, they give you right? the tools? They tell you, like, all right, we're going to give you this map, we're going to give you these tools, and you're going to have to meet at the drop point and stuff and get rescued. Now, if they told you, like, yo, look here, man, this is the wreckage from a ship, <laughs> survive. You have to build shit out of it? Yeah, it'd be like, survive. So, when it comes down to it, Naked and Afraid, I'm not knocking their hustle. I know Naked and Afraid is doing their ones and twos pertaining to dropping people off, but they dropping them off with supplies, or at least one or two supplies to themselves, right? My thing is on Castaway and stuff, and when they, he didn't get dropped off. He just got left with just rummage of the airplane he had to work with. But he, he had Wilson the ball with him. Nah, nigga, he made Wilson. 
he when he cut himself, he used the blood to draw Wilson's face on that volleyball <laughs> that was shit. So that's I'm like, mm, I guess Naked and Afraid might be the closest thing possible. But in any case else and stuff, whatever, yeah, it could get a little more real there. But it goes to show you and stuff whatever we take for granted, right? Because like you said with the fish, with the fishes and everything and the seafood spread and stuff that are in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, we do take a lot of things for granted. I feel like the things we take for granted a lot is... um. um but I mean, even... But even... I mean, think of that part though. Like, we got... We got machines... Right. That literally fished these things. Homeboy had to learn how to do that by hand. Every, every scratch. Then do that shit every day. That's yeah. insane. That's insane, man. Like I said, like we, f- f- I think food we take for granted on this continent. Um, running water, like running water, clean water and stuff, whatever, right? Clean water. Clean water and stuff is a hell of a thing and stuff, whatever, because I want to say when you go in other parts of the world, you just travel, they tell you, try and get you some bottled water and everything like that, right? Shit, you, you ain't got to go to other parts. You just go to Flint, Michigan. Shit, right. You can spark a match for that bitch. So, I mean, there's so many things and stuff, whatever, but I feel like we need to stop taking, stop worrying about things we don't have. Yeah. And be fortunate for the things we do have. And be grateful and take those things in. Like, we always stress gratitude before attitude. Like, you know? I mean, that just be that. All right. We're on the question segment of the show. The question of the week is, what do you hope your last words would be? Avenge my death. What if you guys get taken out by like freaking a damn tree branch that just fell like some final destination type of shit? You be how are we, we going to avenge you? You better find that tree branch, oh, chop shit. that bitch up and throw it in the fire. Okay, and then what? That, oh, that's avenging. That's avenging. Okay. That's a, that's a, that'll be avenging my death. I don't know. Please, I, please avenge me. Okay, well, since you said please, <laughs> I mean we'll, we'll move better now. Like, all right, you 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 put a little courtesy and manners to the thing. Whatever, I get it. I get it. Nah, no. Nah. My my uh my last words. Um, you know. Thinking about you know what uh, what I'm searching out to do mm-hmm. or what I hope that I'll be, be doing in this lifetime mm-hmm. will be to finish what I started. Which is... well, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> whatever I started during that lifetime, man. <laughs> Just finish it. Or doing that segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be with you know. So, finish, so okay. Finish so what I started. If you if you're about like let's say you about seventy years old and you're trying to build a birdhouse and then you die the following day, you're gonna say, "Finish what I started." Finish what I started. That's that's basic. There'll be a YouTube video for that time and stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say some shit like you're planning to build an ark, and I'm like, nigga, I don't know about all that, Noah. You need to calm down. Well, well, I'm thinking maybe you know I might have you know. Set up some foundation. Maybe I, I, I might, uh, you know, put some kids on the right path, and that work just needed to be completed. Hmm. I'm gonna okay. be like, finish what I started. Okay. What I hope my last words would be. 
a hot dog is really a sandwich? Oh no. <laughs> you gonna piss you gonna piss people gonna off piss people in, in a grave. What? Somebody might walk past my damn tombstone and be like, Marvin, what what, what it? It might spit on my damn <laughs> Be mind my business stuff with a silk in it. I don't know if I might end up in heaven or hell. Yeah, whatever. Hopefully, I'm trying to end up in heaven. But it might like, what the hell is this wetness? Whatever. Like somebody just spit on a damn tombstone. Some hot chewy. Uh, I think my last words would be. I would prefer live, laugh, and love. I always loved that. Whatever. I'm a sucker for love. Like people gotta live out here and like, yo, don't forget to laugh. Laughter is like the best medicine and stuff. Whatever. Me, I la- like I said, I told you, I have a pseudo bovar, man. I have a laughing disorder where I just laugh, you know, at things that's not supposed to be laughed at. It's a real medical term. I looked it up. But, I mean, live, laugh, and love. Like, I hope that's going be my last words and stuff, whatever. And then if I flatline and stuff, whatever, I'd be all right. I'd be content. But just believe, nigga, if you get stabbed to death, I'm going to avenge your death. <laughs> Yo. Even if All you don't right. say it, I'm going I'm to avenge your death. He re- what he really meant was avenge his death. So let's go find them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you want to be an Avenger for real, boy? You out here on a quest. All right, man. Um, we on the Axe of Suns portion of the show? Yep. Yep. Dark Knight underscore said, could you be in love with someone you weren't attracted to, but they treated you exactly the way you wanted? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, too. And I don't think you you may not start off loving that person. Mm-hmm. But just by the virtue of that person providing and doing the things that you need to be done for you, mm-hmm. I think eventually you, you'll, you'll fall in love. You'll, you, fall, you'll, you'll fall in love. Do you, believe, do you believe in love at first sight? I believe in maybe not love. Lust at first sight? <laughs> at first sight, maybe attraction. Maybe a, a, maybe attraction at first sight. I feel like, the, I don't know. See, I'm, I'm a sucker for love, right? And I want to say me, I, there might be a few people or something that I probably look at and be like, I know there's a few women I, I looked at before. And I yeah. said like, damn. I feel like her smile could help grow flowers. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and... Like, but is that I, I guess, love, though? Well, no, nah, I don't know them. I don't know that person and stuff. With so I guess it's an attraction type of love with yeah, them. So yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mishy underscore two said, cash for life question. A million dollars now or a thousand dollars a week for the rest of your life? million dollars now. Why? Because... I don't know what the, where am I going to pass or when am I going to go. Just imagine if you want cash for life, mm. right? And it and it's going because I, I I think they they they've already got it worked out how many years you're probably going to live. I think they got twenty five. They got twenty five. Twenty five because twenty five is the actual life sentence. All right, so think about it this way, right? Mm-hmm. You get your say. You 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 get it. You say, all right, all right, all right listen. I I don't want to blow it all, so I'm gonna get it a thousand dollars per week. Mm-hmm. Then next week you get hit by the train and you're dead. Damn. <laughs> Damn Wednesday Adams. That was dark. You only ended up with a thousand bucks. Amen. Ain't nobody gonna break no bread over that thousand bucks. You True. get the million ahead of time. Now, your family's set. 
your kids are set. At least one that maybe not set to a point, but they got a good start. True. And I see the thing and stuff. When I seen this, when I seen this question, what I one I knew the person and stuff was definitely from from Canada, right? Yeah. But I knew for a fact and stuff. I see, like on the real cash for life on the back of the thing. I read the card one time when I bought the scratch off. Yeah. And it said, like the cash for life thing. You can take a payout instantaneously for six hundred and twenty five thousand. Mm. Right. Or I think like for the twenty five years, I think it would be equivalent to like over like like over two mil. So with this question and stuff, I guess they kind of remixed it and stuff, whatever. So I would take the mill, but I don't think I'm going to die and kick the bucket and stuff, whatever, that fast, whatever. Because, you know, they remember back in the day or the old heads in, in America always used to tell me and stuff, whatever. Life's too short. You might get hit by a bus and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I'm fucking 34, okay? <laughs> Touch wood, the bus ain't come yet. So I might just take the thousand and stuff whatever for a week. That, that's on the fence and stuff, whatever. If I'm going to make a decision right now, I'll take the mill. Done it. Pay for my son's things and then just clear off whatever I need to clear off. I, I'm, I'm going to take, take the mill right away. Right. Because if I'm listening to my conspiracy Joe voice in my head. Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> they see you start reaching past that 600,000 mark. They going to come after you? <laughs> they might got a thousand ways for you to die. <laughs> You bring it back to the show just for you? Just just for you. Gotcha. This motherfucker look like he about to break the bank. No, we can't let that happen. Um, call in uh, Knuckles. <laughs> you got a name for the hitman already? Knuckles. Yeah, he sound like he, he, he fuck people up. Um, Coach underscore Nikki underscore 001. What's the most important goal in your life right now? Hmm. Right now? Right now. I would say to get this whole this whole entertainment this whole company entertainment business on a level where we can no longer have to work 9 to 5s and be able to s- sustain a, a a, a decent living for us and be able to store away some 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 loot for the kids mm. and have something for them to take over once we've gone and, and build upon what we and take over. They not necessarily have to take over what we're actually doing, doing right now. Yeah, their own thing. But their but own or in, whatever they find yeah, a liking and stuff. Enough too. to as to say, hey, this was a good starting point. Thank right. you, Dad. I'm gonna take it from here and run with it. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to be a yes man and jump on your bandwagon with that answer. Yeah, it's no problem with being a yes man with that one. I think that one's a solid one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pat myself on the back <laughs> and say I think that one was a solid one. Cool, cool, cool. Um, it is all for the Soul the Sons, man. The maturity one is, like I've said, I'm feeling it. It's fire. It's fiery. Yeah, man. Listen, with maturity... Comes wisdom. As so say the sons. So say the sons. Yeah, man. That's that's it. That's all I got for us this week, man. Any church announcements? Are we good? Um. Yeah, Kanye coming to visit. Kanye coming to visit? Did Have the organ ready? No, you need one of the organs on the wheels and stuff, because he's always doing service outside. Yeah, you always doing service outside. And the weather's getting better here, so he'll be here shortly. You're going to see him coming. He'll be here shortly and stuff, whatever. Shit.
I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good you, for you that. Think, you gonna, you think you gonna see some 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 uh some Yeezy Moses slippers? Hell yeah! Look at those ugly ass those wave runner shits, whatever. <laughs> I'm not fucking with those things. And it always kills me. Like I see people rock it like me. That they not they not for me. Let nah, me just say that they nah, not for me. Nah. Those Yeezy things are like some some boot like combat boots in between grandpa shoes. I don't know. I, and yeah. so if they come with some some Yeezy. You know the Osiris water walking type of specials. Don't be surprised. The man. Moses ones. The Moses ones. Yeah, you know, you'll see the Moses <laughs> ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Peace and love. Oh, yo, and if you already haven't, don't forget to subscribe to us on all your favorite ways to listen to your particle sons also hit up the youtube channel and subscribe there too yes peace peace the particle sons with not your average joseph and sofa king marvelous